Hey, everybody. It's Thursday, and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcaculo. Woo! Podtaculum. Yeah, sorry. I have a deviated podtaculum. <laughs> uh, and it's making everything all crooked. Uh, I'm I'm Jick. I'm the host, and I'm Riff. I'm I'm sort of the sub host. The ghost. I guess. The, oh, that's good. I'll have to remember that. Yeah, and, I, and I'm I'm hot stuff. I'm just here. The toast. The toast. You're the toast yeah. of Chicago. Aww. That's sweet. <laughs> yeah, it's toast, except it's got slices of tomato on it for some fucking reason. <laughs> it's much thicker toast than usual. Yeah. Well, that, no, that's from te- that's the toast oh, of that's Texas. Oh, right, that's Texas toast, yeah. where they make everything bigger and dumber. <laughs> yep. Ah, you know what the worst part of toast is? The toast. Let's add more of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's really just the worst part of anything that involves toast is the toast. Because mm-hmm. like a grilled cheese, the toast is just there so that you don't get cheese on your couch. There's uh, some blog thing I saw the other day where some guy found this cheese that was, this foreign cheese that was sort of crusty and bread-like so he made a grilled cheese sandwich using that as the bread are you sure he didn't just go to somewhere where he didn't speak the language look at a, a bin that said bread but he thought it said che- oh this <laughs> must be some sort cheese? of cheese hmm i guess that's not impossible mm-hmm. what about you hot stuff what have you mistaken for cheese lately uh nothing to my uh, to my knowledge i made a, an awesome cheese souffle this past week mm-hmm. great is that that's the thing that's really hard to make, right? It's, you got to do everything exactly right, or it's like it's you ruined like all your over. souffle, yeah, atoms turn into a soufflop. Ha ha, ha ha. Um, will you? Did they flay you alive if you fail to make the souffle properly? Ah, that's good. Yeah. And they sue you. They sue you and flay you. Wow, <laughs> ah, this sucks. I I need new skin and I can't afford it. <laughs> um. So uh, we've been uh, we've been working on KOL so- sort of have we? Yeah. What? Well, um, <laughs> no. <laughs> I've been working on word realms. Yeah, so I, don't I know guess I was doing. working on word realms this past week. So yeah. Um, but there, I did. I mean, I there's item of the month. Yeah. I mean, I I I have just started working on KOL again, just not so recently that I've got anything to show for it yet. Yeah. Nor. Uh, at the going rate on the mysticality quest, will there ever be anything to show for it? Ever. Um, Man, if I finish the mysticality quest, I don't know. The universe might come to an well, end. If we, had a, if we had a pivotal tracker uh, project for the mysticality quest, our velocity would be zero all the time. I, I keep hearing you guys talk about pivotal, but since I'm not part of that section of word realms i've never looked at it or have any idea what it really is other than some sort of management software you are a lucky son of a bitch riff (laughs) pivotal pivotal it's like imagine if your to-do list had like a linux asshole agenda (laughs) Mm. like if it was conscious and it it's not there to help you it's there to it's there to mold you into a person that uses it. Ugh. Pivotal Pivotal Tracker is like the self-checkout aisle. <laughs> I don't feel like it's well, that I, bad at all. I like I the self-checkout aisle. Uh, That's, you don't, you don't that is just, because you are a sheep. 
Man, you, I that is a I machine. did notice when we machine? both went to the grocery store the other day, you had like one item and you went and stood in line in the and thing you know why? instead of because that one item was produce. And so a trip to okay. the self-checkout produce taken produce is a pain years. in the ass in the self-checkout. So there is I'll ne- give like you that. there are two things that you cannot save any time with at the self-checkout. One of them is produce and one of them is booze and there is never mm. a time when I go to the grocery store that I'm not buying one <laughs> of those two things. Yeah. Fair enough. Like, the the self-checkout machine is a machine for training you to use it. It is it is a subjugation device <laughs> that subjugates you to itself. Man. I, there were all of this. So I didn't, it wasn't until listening to, uh, to John Roderick share his feelings about the self-checkout that I was like, yeah, you know, these are, these are actually just deeper reflections of a lot of the, the feelings that I had about self-checkout Isles, but did not understand. I mean, do you feel the same way about ATMs? Um, what about ATM machines? <laughs> what about automatic ATM machines? <laughs> mm-hmm. Can you tell us some more? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, because the the ATM's interface, the ATM is except insofar as it asks you for a password, which is that is a a level of 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 untrust of mistrust it is a level of mistrust that is i want that kind of security on transactions that involve my bank account right mm-hmm. but the self checkout improper item in bagging area what the fuck how did you not put something in the bagging area put it in the bagging area remove it from the bagging area and no, it never works it never knows how the fuck much anything weighs here's the here's the only thing they have self-checkouts at Home Depot, and mm. those are great because they don't make you put anything. They don't. They just turned off the fucking scale because they uh. realize guys that shop at Home Depot are not going to put up with that shit. And you know what? Nobody fucking shoplifts from there because of those, or they wouldn't have them anymore. Hmm. So just turn all that shit off, and then it's a machine that you can actually use. But as it stands now, it is a machine for not trusting you not to steal shit from the grocery store. Well, because they don't trust you because people steal shit from grocery stores. Like... Yeah, but this thing doesn't stop you from stealing yeah, from I mean, the grocery. It just inconveniences It's not like it stops you personally. Anyway. It just doesn't trust people. Well, it doesn't it, trust people, but it, it hassles me because it doesn't stupid trust people. people, right? Like, that's a possibility. That it's what? That it's not like, it's just you're you're smarter than the person who they're trying to stop from stealing shit, right? Like, isn't that isn't that a thing? Maybe. Uh, sure. Uh, you know, whatever. I, I also, I'm a people person. You know, I like having that. I like having that person-to-person interaction. Hmm. Okay. Like the, the, when when hot stuff and I go to a grocery store, the self checkout isn't gonna probably think we're gay. <laughs> it might and, though, you know, because I, they have those cards which track purchases, and they're like, oh sure, oh yeah. Uh, it offers you a coupon for butt condoms or something <laughs> oh you know that uh you know that gay couple george weiskopf and hank bromv <laughs> although That's i think they just good. i think they just put me in as hank brown i don't think mine has a name 
Yeah, I used to always get them without names. I would, yeah. I would just, I would say, hey, can I fill this out later? I, I want one of these cards, but you got a line, so I don't want to inconvenience all these people behind me. And I say yeah. it loud enough that they can hear it, so the guy won't say, oh no, 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 you're going to inconvenience all of those people <laughs> behind you, and then they'll be angry at me because no guy making eight dollars an hour at the grocery store is going to do that. Yeah. So then you just take it and then you throw away the form. Right there in front of everybody. You say, you see this? Fuck you, the man. Yeah. And then you just throw the form away. Yeah. There was, I think I've told this story before, but there was a period in college when we photocopied the cards, the, the barcode from one card, and just everybody that I knew was using the same one. So it was mm-hmm. like just, I mean, I don't know. We were just fucking with their data collection, I guess. It's not like... You weren't trying to. You weren't trying to exploit your way into extra free turkeys. No, although that would have been awesome. I'm sure we'd probably. No, it wouldn't have. You would have been part of the problem. You fucking prick. We also like you free gas and all the other bullshit. Yeah, and, uh, you know, you do. you drinking free cokes all drinking summer free is a gas great story. Summer. But now nobody ever gets a free coke ever again because of you. Yeah. Well. Yes, that is true. <clears throat> you know, it, it wasn't me though. It, like. They didn't care that I was doing that because I was keeping that shit to my fucking self. And the thing that they were pissed off about was the dude that was like, here's how to get, uh, you know, iTunes points with your Pepsi bottles or whatever. And then just post it on the Internet, like how to to like take advantage of that system, because like one in three bottles of Pepsi was like a was iTunes points. And that's when the, the shit like stopped being uh instant win see it's these linux assholes information wants to be free we got to tell everybody about this before everybody finds out <laughs> yeah i mean i i you know this is this this is something that i have tried to do in kol several times which is like here's something don't fucking tell anybody about it because you figured it out now keep it to yourself because yeah, that's yeah. that's what's awesome about stuff well, because so many, so many of the people who enjoy looking and figuring out stuff also enjoy getting the credit from everyone else as the guy that found it. Yeah, they they like the fame as much as they like the finding. It's a bummer. Yeah, I mean, and it's also social capital. It's like you know they get to trade that knowledge for you know, blowjobs or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, that probably is what happens. <laughs> You guys want to answer some questions about the Kingdom of Loathing now that we've figured out how to uh, steer the conversation into it, despite my <laughs> constant just randomly jerking the wheel from side to side? I'd uh, I'd love to. Sure. Okay. Let's let's do that. Uh, B. Wheats writes. Uh, oh wait, no, that was a, that was something about the Monday show. Bulletproof says, "What happens when you reach day four thousand on an ascension?" Nothing. Yeah, I was gonna say, does yeah, what's different? Is there happen? something special about four thousand days? I doubt it. Link Beanie Lad says, Bugger feature. Today I get an anniversary box, Feb 26th, but my anniversary isn't until tomorrow, Feb 27th. Uh, I don't know. Uh, leap year? Yeah, I was going to say leap year could issues. Be. It could be. Yeah, it might just be It might just be doing multiples of 365 days mm-hmm. since you. But that doesn't seem like it would work. Haven't there been two February 28ths in KOL's existence? I don't know. Well, there's, you mean 29th. There's always a February. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. That's what yeah. I meant. Yeah, there was a there was a February uh, 2004 and 2008 were leap years, and 2012. Right. So there have been three. Right. So that shouldn't be it, huh? I wonder if that math is goofy. Uh, Thok says, in the new improved Giant's Castle, who is the dude doubled over puking in the corner of the basement? I don't remember fighting a puking giant anywhere. <laughs> oh, that would be the worst. I don't know what you're talking about. 
I, are you talking about the letters? Did I did the pile of letters look like a silhouette, like a wheelchair dude puking? You know, not like a wheelchair dude. <laughs> like but. a like a cop wearing a hat on a garbage can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, did you finally get to that puzzle? In I have not played it yet. Journey? No, I no. think I, from listening to you talk about it, I think I am right about there. That may actually be the key I needed to get myself unstuck, mm. but I haven't gone back to play it yet. Uh, um, um, hmm. Okay, so I'm trying to find on the wiki a picture of the castle in the clouds in the sky. Um, huh. I, I don't see it. Yeah, I don't see it either. Is Yeah. I think you are making this up. Or maybe you've got schizophrenia. Mhm. Or quadrophenia, that's a pretty good album. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and the Court of the Crimson King. It's also pretty good. Um uh Odyssey and Oracle. <laughs> Uh, pro- what? Come on, name prog rock albums from the seventies. Uh, 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 pa- pass, pass. No, Frampton comes alive. Jesus, how do you not? How have you all not realized I, that that is always the answer? All I know that counts as prog rock is yes, and I can't think of other names of any other albums. Isn't isn't one of them just yes? Oh, <laughs> I guess so. Eponymous. Uh, link. No. Doc, no. A blonde named Farty says. I saved up all my evil eyes in the defiled nuke and then nuke <laughs> nuke <laughs> defiled nook and then used them all to lower the evil level to zero. But I st- but it still made me fight the giant skeleton. What a ripoff! How is that a ripoff? Getting to fight a giant skeleton is a privilege. Yeah, not a punishment. I'm not going to take it's that away. Privilege, from you. not a right. Uh, Enimus says I demand that, that when giant I skeleton. keep quip I. Demand that when equipping the Misty Robe and Avatar of Jarlsberg, a special message be given. Don't make me put on my wizard hat and robe. Um, nah. That line of code would just be staring at us for the rest of our lives yeah. if there was a special message in there. Yeah. Uh, Dear Jick, says Green in 72, many newer adventures, ones that you get upon completing a zone, don't have a back to X link at the bottom. Bug or feature? Um. I don't. Huh. They should, in general. A lot of the times when you get something that dramatically changes the state or, like, a non-combat that is the indication that you're supposed to be going somewhere else, it won't have an adventure again link so that you don't... Just to discourage you from missing it and then going through that over and over again. But places where there are no... I don't really feel like there should ever be any output in the game that doesn't have a backlink. And so anytime you see one, I would like to fix that. You wouldn't think that that code that's just like give you an adventure again link and a go back link at the end of fights so would be in eight different places and a catastrophic clusterfuck. Hmm. But it totally is. And I don't I don't know why. I don't know what the fuck. Huh. Like there are I think every time there's some weird case where the basic code doesn't produce the adventure again link, I think ah I'll just hard code this in some different way in some different place and that'll be fine. Uh, Damasta says, why does, only, uh, why does only a level 3 quest require the previous quest to be completed to be unlocked? With the exception of the war due to the pirates and the naughty sorceress, all other quests unlock immediately upon reaching the appropriate level. I don't remember. I, it seems like maybe there used to be 
There some, used to be some dependency. There used to be some meaningful yeah. dependency in there, but I mean, you still get it in optional stuff like the Nemesis or uh, Paco's. So stuff, three is the but, tavern. Two is the woods, and three is the tavern, right? So yeah, you can't get the tavern quest without having gotten the woods quest, and that's what unlocks the zone. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why that is a dependency. Um. You know, it is weird that you don't just go do the quests like you because the bosses are so much fucking harder mm-hmm. than the rest of the monsters. You end up saving them until you've leveled up, which is weird. That's all right, though. What do you think, Hot Stuff? You're being awful quiet. Uh, I don't. I mean, I just don't know. I, like we I, all this legacy stuff. I have forgotten like why things are the way they are. You know. You don't care about anything but word realms now. <clears throat> I mean, I'm sure that there's stuff about that game that I have already forgotten because it was some like it, or so early in development or whatever. Mm. Yeah. Like, why is everything in it so stupid and bad? <laughs> Sandwich Dew says, hey guys, another cosmic bucket question. Age of Jarl's Barkley has uh, <laughs> been going on for a week and some change. How are the sales numbers on cosmic buckets? Happily small, depressingly huge, or is it just too soon to judge? Yeah, it's hard to tell. I don't. I haven't been paying attention to the number over time, but it's you know, it's, it's some some hundreds of people have bought them. Cool. Um, hundreds. And yeah, I didn't think it would be that. I actually didn't. I honestly did not think it would be that many. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know what to expect. I so I felt like if Scully was right, if this was a thing where somebody who would not normally be excited about playing a bunch of Jarlsberg runs would be more excited about it if they could get this head start mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then then maybe that's the case you know I mean maybe this is a thing that more people want than than we thought hmm. but yeah. you know it's not it's 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 nowhere near like item of the month levels of sales so it's yeah. it's a pretty limited it's a pretty limited thing anyway pay for our Wednesday dinners every now for a, for a, a while uh, the Erosion Seeker says, Hey, Jake and Co., how come AOJ gets steel liver instead of steel stomach? His booze sucks. Uh, even though it's likely OP, I'd much rather be able to make Jarlsberg eat two epic foods and sublime stew because it would be fun. Because liver is the default. Liver is the reward for that quest. And the only times that you don't get liver for doing that quest is if you're on a path where you can't drink at all, or if you are on a path where one of the fundamental characteristics of the character that you are playing is that he was not a very good drinker. Hmm. So I I sort of wish that I had not made that decision with Boris because it just made it so everybody is going to piss and moan every time they don't get Stomach of Steel on any path from now on. If I had just, if I had just not made the exception, it would have been easier hmm. to cope with. Uh, hey, Jake and Scully says unnamed hobo. One, staff of the staff of life. Typo or feature? I was gonna call it staff of the staff of the staff of life as a joke, but I thought that would be too long in the <laughs> shop, uh, in the cosmic kitchen. Uh, two, I just wanted to say thanks for Jarlsberg. The low turn gen actually made me want to keep coming back and effectively brought this lazy casual back to the game. Keep up the great work. Yay! And that's kind of the point, sort of. Kind of. Yeah, low turn gen. Mm-hmm. It's not what you want, it's what you need. That's Stupid. right. Stupid. <laughs> Three, can Bodacious Mecha Elf Hunter Saga colon Relay Wolf be made a free pull, please and thanks? That is possibly one of the greatest choice adventures in the game. 
I don't, I don't think that's necessary. What is that? Is that the? It's the thing that lets you replay the Mecha the Elf okay. choice adventure. Huh. Uh, Deus Ex Machina says, "As an age of Jarl's Barkley, when do I get my robe? I already have my wizard hat. Edit. I just got a misty robe from Black Angus. Time to cast level three eroticism." Everybody really likes that Blood Ninja stuff. Yeah, that ancient, <laughs> ancient joke. Oh, Jesus Christ. That fucking Skate 3... Those Skate 3 videos. Skate why, 3? Why is that so fucking funny? Oh, my God. It's amazing. I... Because... Like, when... When I... Like, I was really busy working on something while you were watching it. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with Riff? Why does Riff <laughs> just keep laughing as loud as he can? It's like he is trying to annoy me. And then I'm just sitting there thinking, like... Man, what is wrong with you? You're mad at somebody else for being happy. Just shut your fucking door. Just shut your fucking door and get to work. And then after I saw them and I realized that that has to have been what you were watching mm-hmm. during that period of time, I was like, oh, man, I'm really sorry about how I felt about Riff laughing because what the fuck? Yeah, I think that's uh, that's posted a few days ago on Minimum Safe Distance if anybody hasn't seen it yet. I think the name of the uh, post was... I don't know, world's best skateboarding tricks or something. Yeah. It's like, apparently the game is not that glitchy. It's just that you can make it glitch out. Yeah. And these guys got really good at making it glitch out and then just made this video compilation of like all of this ridiculous shit happening. Getting stuck behind billboards and just vibrating. Why why is that so, like, why is going to the store so funny? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean... It, really, that one to me the best. The, the the punchline of going to the store is the sign on the stairway yeah. that says "No this." <laughs> uh, but what is it about something that is like fucked up but not too fucked up mm-hmm. that just? It's I don't know. It's just that horror happy reflex. Happy like, yeah. right? Like. Yeah. 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 But that's that's also kind of weird because like that first one was funny, but then like I have not I've not enjoyed uh, as many of the like bad lip reading things as mm. like it like they always come up and people are like oh this is really funny and I watch them and I'm like okay this is, yeah and I don't know if it's because I saw that that happy and paradise yeah because you're because you've gotten used to the to the because they're basically all the same joke yeah. So, but I also do. I mean, it, it's fun. Like, I have stronger feelings about. I have stronger associations with Captain Picard than I do Mitt Romney. Okay, right. True. Like, there is more. Like, Mitt Romney is just like like I have a handful of adjectives that I could use to describe him, but I have not watched, you know, a couple hundred hours of him having space adventures <laughs> and seeing him react to stuff. <laughs> like, I don't have a sense of the kind of stuff that Mitt Romney is likely to say about something. And that's why it's less weird when it's just him saying some random shit. Right, and also, like, Mitt Romney talking about Led Zeppelin is less funny than somebody 400 years in the future talking about (laughs) Led Zeppelin because they wouldn't do that. Right? Yeah. I guess the... I feel like the the bad lip reading music videos have an advantage because they're good songs. The guy's actually a good songwriter and producer. I, man, I watched this, like, 15 or 20-minute blooper reel from The Next Generation that was released. It was, like, some super high-def blooper reel. And it bothered me a lot. Like, I did not want them to be... Mm. I did not want that to be 
Patrick Stewart on a set fucking around right and, yeah and, and everyone giggling and yeah like it just i was like oh no 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 this is seriously damaging my suspension of disbelief way more than like seeing him walking around at a convention or something mm, right weird. it's like oh no he just teleported back here from the future <laughs> you know because they <laughs> yeah i don't know it was it was really it was really like disarming in a in a it freaked me out hmm. it was you know it's kind of funny Fucking Wesley. You know, <laughs> Will Wheaton, okay. But, I, I, like, this is a very, very unlikable character in that series. <laughs> you know, which is good. They, You know, if you can provoke an emotional response with a character, that means you're doing something right. Hmm. Like Steve Urkel. <laughs> <laughs> God, Riff hates Steve Urkel. <laughs> Riff feels that KOL is worse for having a, a reference to Steve Urkel in it, even though it is yep. a derisive reference. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like Scully and fart jokes or the word taint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Scully doesn't like being a master of cleansing the taint. Uh, it's just funny. Gr- Grundle. <laughs> the, the fact that Grundle is a word for that makes me so happy. Just, I don't, you know, I want to live in a, I want to live in a world where there are a lot of synonyms for that area, <laughs> so that you don't have to, so that you don't have to say you have like ten funny things to say instead of the skin between my nuts and my butthole. Right. I mean, you could you funny. could just make up some new words for it. It's what everybody does. That every yeah. word for it is a word that's made up. Well, every word for everything is a word so that's made I, up. So I do I do like if I really think about it, I dislike the word taint for the for the reason that that Skelly yeah. dislikes it, which is the 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 sort of like I don't know. Like anytime a word has an etymology that is like the "Did you get your hair cut? I got them all cut." Guy. Mm. You know, uh-huh. like a word derived from working hard or hardly working. Like, nope. Nope. <laughs> I reject that etymology. Um, but then you get stuff like shark, which just sounded like a thing that would eat you. And so that's why they called it that. Oh, is, is that, that true? true? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> that sounds that sounds crazy to me that that's, that that's a real thing. The etymology of shark? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's what I read, and I think I read it on a on the web, so it has to be true. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Do, you guys, at some point, you have to do yourself a favor. Um, this is not true, but it's 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 in the same way as the like a lot of people get really excited about the Slender Man stuff. Like it is entertaining, even though it is not true. Look up on uh, I think the best the best one. Of this is on that creepy pasta. Uh, wiki that Scully talks about sometimes. Uh, look up the Lost Simpsons episode "Dead Bart." Huh. It is a great story. It is so it is so freaky. Okay, it's awesome. Yeah my my Oxford Dictionary app doesn't have any, any etymology for it listed. Yeah, it's because somebody made it up like like in the sixties. Weird. That's totally not yeah. true. It wasn't the sixties. <laughs> it was in the sixteen sixties. Yeah. It, it it's like an age of sale thing though. I think. Do they have sharks in? Like, are there any sharks on the coasts of Africa or Europe? I don't know. Because I know there are sharks. There are sharks. There are coastal sharks in Australia, and there are coastal sharks on the east coast of the U.S. But, yeah, I don't know. What about so? I mean, it's like it is entirely card. Yeah. Okay. Um, you like that game show? 
Remember the game show Card Sharks? Not really. I remember Tic-Tac-Doe. Yeah. I like that one because it had a dragon. Uh, Stetherell says, hey guys, loving the age of Jarl's Barkley path. When you're in Age of Jarl's Barkley and you're in the consumable <laughs> section of your inventory and have the show option to things I can use, a show option set to things I can use, can you have it only show the summon and crafted AOJ foods and drinks? Uh, yeah, I need, I need to, I need to just start like poking Chris Moyer in the ribs. Do this, do this, do this. Maybe you can, you can invent a USB poking device Ooh. that he can plug in at his terminal. You know, I don't think that I would trust that device. Because I don't know where he's got it, you know, and I don't want to, like, put your finger in a guy's ribs is different than put your finger in wherever a guy decided he wants your fingers in, <laughs> to me. Teledildonics. I mean, I guess if you want to just come right out and say it instead of letting me insinuate it, I don't, joke ruiner. I'm not going to let you insinuate anything anywhere. Okay. <laughs> Uh, can you have a make button appear next to complex recipes in the cookbook once you have learned all of them and have the basic cosmic components on hand? Basically a shortcut so you don't have to make all the individual parts first. Man, no. Because all you will do is bitch about all the shit that's wrong with it <laughs> if I do that. I, th seriously, like, that is... To you, that button does not do something that is a billion times more complicated than making a thing that you have the ingredients for, but on the back end it does. And it's not that it would be impossible, it's that just just make the things. Just don't, like, it's not worth it. It's not, like, it is not worth spending an amount of time that we could use making an entirely new zone on that feature for this one thing. Hmm. Um, because it's screwy. I mean, you know, you know how the shit works in the discoveries pain like it's screwy and that's even when somebody who's good at programming writes it that stuff that code is really like wacky i don't i don't understand like what it's doing and i feel like cd moyer has even like disavowed he's forgotten he's forgotten about it at this point yeah uh, when you have finally finished the quest revamps and burned the tower to the ground, where will the revamp I turn next? Nemesis quest? The shore? The level one starting zones? Degrassi Knoll? Yeah. All, everything. Uh, finally, when the tower is burned to the ground, will the tower monster still be in the game somewhere? Maybe still part of the level 13 quest? Maybe as part of some new side quest? I could see Manuel maniacs getting very upset if they could no longer collect their facts, and I'd hate to see the frickin' hilarious writing on them exist only in the wiki. Um, yeah, I, they'll be somewhere. Yeah, but we're also not yeah. gonna be beholden to Manuel things forever like if we have to eliminate yeah. a monster yeah. we will just eliminate the factoids or something or not and everything will be fucking fine huh <sighs> man that's so this is i mean that's this is a distinction that i wonder if you and i don't share necessarily which is like i given given the choice i would probably avoid making things that people can't collect in perpetuity kind of do you know what i mean yeah but so. but if it's that or not do our jobs sure. we're gonna do our jobs sure, right sure. i mean it, it's like we're not going to make a habit of it. we're not going to do it on purpose right right but like if there was no such thing as spooky putty i don't think that the manuel would forbid us from ever doing a world event again Nobody wants that. Sure. Right? So, I mean, at some point, you gotta 
you got to be willing to like make that completionist possibility sacrifice or you're just you're just tangled up in your own web yeah i mean but there are like that this is the trick right like it's there are things that we can do to avoid like if we know that something is going to be limited availability we can just not put factoids on it right like that's that is a thing that we a tool that we have in our arsenal is to do less work yeah and i would argue though that that makes more people unhappy than would be unhappy if they realize a year from now that they can't get those factoids anymore right (sighs) that's a good question like i feel like the the levels this might be like a a utilitarian argument like the levels of unhappiness are greater in situations where um where somebody is like oh they have the momentary like oh i guess this thing doesn't have like factoids right like that's sure sure i mean the question of evaluating a thousand mild disappointments versus one Ah, uh, this sucks. Yeah, like I can't, I can never, my my character will never be as complete as Bob's character who started a year before I did. Like that's, that's a level of dissatisfaction. Well, at, least, at least from my point of view, because I'm an asshole completionist that drives you crazy. Um, I mean, theoretically, there are infinitely more future players than current players. I don't think that that's, I don't think that that's true in any meaningful well, uh, sense. Not infinitely, but. Uh, I don't think that there are even indeterminately as many right i mean i like well how many people have are we are we really at that point in history where there are more people who have died than are alive no more like more more people my dad always my dad always talked about hearing somewhere that there are more people alive than have ever died but i don't think that that makes any sense like, I don't think that, A, there is any way to know that yeah. without knowing the population over time. What, at what point did we become people? Right. Right. You could, you could potentially say, you could estimate based on the number of people that you knew that were alive based on data from when any data existed about that stuff, you know, for the last few hundred years, right. maybe. But, no, 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 I'm, I am just saying that at this point in Kingdom of Loathing's life, the vast majority of play of Kingdom of Loathing is going to occur in people who have already been playing it, right? Huh. So you think that you think that the the rate of new player acquisition is low enough that we will never outpace people that are currently playing it? I think so. Yeah, because it used to be like those numbers have not diminished at the same rate, right? The 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 the, the concurrency the concurrency and... the concurrency has gone down. So in the, so compared to like say five years ago, the concurrency has gone down by maybe twenty percent, and the rate of new people signing up has gone down by eighty percent. Okay, right. And so there's... tell your friends about Kingdom of Loathing, please. Well, I mean, it's you know, I I'm I, I you know I honestly I like the the size and quality of our player base. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's fine, and and it's and you know, uh, I would I think I would be scared about the f- I wouldn't be scared about the future. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I'm not, I'm not scared of any of the outcomes of what happens to the game and the company over time because it'll be fine, right? Like, it'll it will suck if we all have to go do something else. But now we've got ten years of experience in the video game industry, and so maybe we'll be able to get a cool job, you know. Yeah. <laughs> instead of a shitty job and it like that's that's the thought that keeps you from 
waking up at night screaming <laughs> is the fact that I've got – that this has given me enough of resume chops that I could probably get a job doing the same thing at a different company if I had to. Yeah. And, you know, but – so, so it is not that I was scared of the eventual, the eventual, you know, point where KOL is not making enough money to employ anyone anymore. It, but after talking to those guys at that first GDC, which you know maybe this peace of mind was worth was worth the cost of admission there. That it's like no, like fucking Ultima Online is still profitable, hmm. right? Because there are enough people who care about it enough to pay for it and to to sustain people who work on it to continue to make it something worth caring about so like you just take care of people and you're gonna yeah. be fine there was a thing there was a blog or something i saw once talking about profitability of blogs and how so long as you have a certain number of diehard fans you it's it's not even that big a number that you don't you don't as long as you have like i don't know it was something like a hundred guys who will buy anything you put out i think it was a thousand was right? it a thousand the, yeah and i think that's that's just a sort of a generally accepted thing like yeah. if as a creative as a creative professional you have a thousand true fans a thousand people who will buy everything that you produce then that is just totally enough yeah if you produce stuff of sufficient quality at a sufficient rate to, for you to live mm -hmm. off of that. And, you know, the internet makes it real easy to find those thousand guys, and it's, you know, every, everything is going to be fine. But that said, I think that our, our focus needs to be the existing players and mm -hmm. not, you know, there are some things that I want to do to put less friction in the way of new signups because we are getting some new people. Mm -hmm. Right, people are discovering this, yeah. but it's just it is. It, I think the thing is there were there were critical moments where we tapped into existing internet communities, and all of the ones, all of the major ones that are obvious would people that are people would be into KOL have at least heard about us at this point. So I feel like at this point it's just trickles as opposed and to also, these major bursts of of activity. There are there are a lot of people I think who played KOL not because it was the greatest game they had ever found, but because it was a game that they could play mm -hmm. for free on the internet with other people. And now you have right. thousands of options. Yeah, that's true. For that. That's a good point. Right. And and so, and you know, you don't have thousands of options that are as, as much bang for your buck for this kind of experience. Right. Right. But... KOL doesn't present itself as a thing that you're going to really deeply care about, right? It just happens. Yeah, we, that's we, that's we kind of an I, I kind of like that honestly, like Yeah. Instead of well, I, I mean I think it weeds out it weeds dear. out a lot of it weeds out a lot of the more marginally appropriate fits yeah. <laughs> for the community, you know. Yeah. yeah. I've been hearing people talk for some reason. There, people have been talking about playing Maple Story recently, um, and you know, uh, maybe that's something that on our other podcast we should look into playing at some point. But um, yeah, I mean, well, we talked about it. Or I, I brought it up talking about microtransaction stuff. On, oh yeah, on a video games hot dog, I think is why that was in particular. But uh, um, but people seem to get really invested in that, and they, you know, they I think are trying to maintain their player base by having just a bunch of like limited time event like world event type stuff 
you know, like that's what, that's what they're going for. That's their, their route. Um, in addition to sort of a weird, uh, business model that people are, people were railing against, you know, like there's, it is interesting. I mean, I, we're sort of, I'm sort of veering into other podcast stuff, but like we try pretty hard in KOL to not feel, not personally feel like we're being dicks when we ask for money and to make it that like when you give us money that you get some solid value out of it, you know? We're not just yeah. we're not just giving you a cosmetic hat, and the stuff that like, yeah, like the even the the stuff that's like custom avatars, like that's just a pain in the ass for you to make. So that's why it's so expensive, and we don't want and like we want those to be precious, I guess. Yeah, because we don't want to we don't want to deal with doing them. Right. Right. I mean, it's not like. Yeah, you know. Fifty bucks. Fifty bucks is fifty bucks, but. The overwhelming majority of custom avatar forms are not bought with fifty bucks. They're right. bought with, you know, they're bought with fifty million meat that's yeah. been farmed. Yeah, and which, which is, I mean, that fifty bucks comes from somewhere. Yeah, but, but it's it's five people who have donated ten bucks each because they wanted a uh, Mr. A or yeah, because they, they wanted ten million. Because they wanted ten million. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, sorry, the meat. Yeah, I, I, yeah. exactly. Did that exactly wrong. Um, <laughs> but but yeah. Anyway. Uh, Stetheril uh, finishes up. Any word on not losing fat loot tokens when ascending? Yeah, yep, yep. I was honestly really surprised that you did that, and I would have just left them quest items forever. And like, it was just that was just a, a an interesting little feature about how that worked. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, Emily was Emily was actively very frustrated by it, and so just seeing seeing firsthand somebody like. God damn it! I really want right. to play this challenge path, but I fucking can't because I can't ascend without losing the tokens that I've saved up to get that. I guess that's a good familiar. Point. I like. Right? I think about it in terms of like uh, just stay in Africa for a while. But when when we are so heavily focusing like our our regular like game development time on here here's a bunch of cool stuff for you to do if you ascend yeah and that's a very mixed limited time content and stuff and and also i mean i just would never have done it this way right sure sure like that this the shit that led to those tokens being quest items was had nothing to do with the dungeons nothing to do with the tokens Mm -hmm. right it was just like oh fuck right so do we now need to cruise through the item table and see what else nope. should be no pulled nope because i'm not putting that on ever. anything else because <laughs> it like i you know I, I said this in the forums like i don't like it um and i didn't want to do it and i'm tempted to just remove that field in the item spindler i added it but then i thought you know you if this isn't you can make it show us, up only for you and here's here's a question though um does it say I haven't looked at the item? Does it it say may not be pulled from Hanks? Like what is it? Yeah, it does. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Um, which led people to ask, uh, does that mean ever or only when you're in Ronan? <laughs> and right. and it like the way it was initially <laughs> implemented, it meant ever. And I was like, oh right, yeah. Okay, that's, that's, and then it took a really long time for me to get that logic right because it was one set of logic to determine whether or not it showed the take links when you're looking at it in Hanks, and another set to determine whether you could pull it. And one of those was like, 
if this, then yes. And one of them was if this, then no. And so, and they also used very similar but different variables to store <laughs> those <laughs> states at those different times. Yeah. So that was cool. That was, uh, I, I thought that was going to take five minutes and it ended up taking like an hour and five minutes. That <laughs> made me kind of grouchy. Um, Hello, Jick and Scully. I've got a question regarding the final boss of the Age of Jorah's Path. I'm spoiling it so that people who haven't fought him yet won't get upset. Uh, huh. Why is that fight so easy? He says. And uh, Hot Stuff, you designed that fight. Um, well, it was... I had. I think I had balanced it originally when it wasn't going to be just the standalone, right? Like. Oh, had you? I thought so. I thought we were going to do either it was either the third form or there was going to be um there was going to be Clancy. I guess maybe not. Maybe maybe I didn't, but I it when I did it, uh it was not easy for people that had zero skills and then much it was like trivial for people who had all the skills. So I I don't know. Like it had to be balanced so that you could beat him given any possible set of skills that you'd chosen mm-hmm. right um so you know i it, is it really that easy is it just trivial i guess that's a question i, I have i don't know that's what this guy says maybe this guy bought a bucket oh yeah, well probably not but yeah that's weird um i don't know if if, if it's dissatisfying i apologize uh, also eta on the hardcore Yarlsberg tattoo being implemented uh, i think i fixed that so that it should be the case. I didn't remember that because of the way the Ascension record gets stored, um, it doesn't... Uh, it, it needed special code in the letter from King Ralph to give you the right tattoo. So I just, you know, every once in a while, we keep finding things that we did for Age of Boris that we forgot to do for this. Mm. Um, yeah. In Avatar Boris, with Clancy giving you quests occasionally, and Zombie Slayer, with almost every NPC being gone, the game felt kind of like a new adventure. But Avatar of Jarlsberg seems closer to just being another class. Thoughts? Yeah, that's a good point. Mm. Um, You know, Boris did not have as much going on with the skills, right? Boris did not play as differently moment to moment, I think, as Jarlsberg does. Right. And so that's where... it. I, I kind of felt like the the systemic complexity, which is the complexity that I am interested in, it made up for the lack of of narrative change. You know, that said, the the stuff that we did for the council for for Zombie Slayer, it would be trivial to adapt that to every future path True. so that you get new council I mean not every everyone where you're somebody different, right? Yeah. To get new council text for those things. And that would probably make people feel like there was a lot going on. Like I if I had done Zombie Slayer, I would not have done all that stuff with the NPCs because I would have dreaded going through all of the million different scripts where those things existed and and changing the messages and stuff. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, Chris, just do this because <laughs> it's worth doing. Uh, but it, so, and I think that that goes a lot like that for certain people. That is a thing that they care a lot about, mm-hmm. and it really adds a lot to the experience for them. And we don't always do it because you know we've got a lot of levers on this side and we don't always lean on all of them with the same force. Mm. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, that's that's a very good point. Thank you for reminding me what a failure I am. Work <laughs> um, Perch says, any ideas for the next next challenge path? Yep. Uh, one idea that cropped up in conversation was an avatar of the naughty sorceress whose goal was to imprison King Ralph. I'd give my eye teeth to play this and beat up on Sneaky Pete and his crew. This idea really tickled me, and even if it never sees the light of day, I would love to hear your thoughts. That is, that's a pretty funny idea. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the next challenge path is, uh, Scully had proposed this thing last year at some point, and that is, uh, what the next one's going to be. He's got, he's got a bunch of, uh, bunch of stuff written out for that already. Yeah. It's, it's a neat idea. I hope it, it is. I hope it, it is a neat idea. Plays out well. Uh, I don't know if we, I don't know if we're going to be able to do, uh, C.D. Moyer's idea. <laughs> right. Because that's a little rough. And I also don't exactly know what that would mean in terms of <laughs> in terms of gameplay. Mokume says, any chance you could introduce a new vector for colorful plastic balls to be obtained? Currently buying enough balls for a fully functional ball pit would cost about 250 million meat, which is a slight deterrent for anybody who might want to outfit a new clan hall. Yeah, but that's that's yeah. okay. Yeah, it's I mean it's 250 million divided among all your clan mates. Right? Also for a thing that doesn't really do anything important. Hmm. You know? It's, I don't even remember what it does. I think it's just a stat boost. It's it's hmm. just a per, it's like a, a percentage stat boost buff based on how many balls are in there hmm. that lasts a certain amount of time. And it, like, does it like destroy the balls gradually? No. Okay. No. I mean the 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 thing that people don't get about things that are from a long time ago and are now are precious is that's why we did it. Mm -hmm. Like. That's why they're precious. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like, rare. Yeah, it, it, it is. It's so frustrating to like. You know, I I feel for the people that like make an, like find the game, make a new clan with their friends, and are like, oh, let's fill, let's let's outfit this thing with all the coolness, and then you're like, oh my god, this is this is trickier than I imagined, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> and I feel for those people, but the reason that some of this stuff is really enticing is because it's you know limited availability and it's it's just these tiny marginal things right like we wouldn't put a core game mechanic in yeah. that in that kind of thing the, i mean crimbows are 20 million meat each and what do you need six of five, them five or six five or five, six yeah. yeah i mean so it's not are yeah, there still and that's super, like, that is super just extraneous, right? Like, that's just a thing on the side. You don't, you don't need it. Oh, wow. It's weird that, like, fax machines, fax machines must have been really, really overinvested because yeah. of their, because of their clear utility, because that's only a couple million. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I, you know, it's just rough. I wish there was some way to do it backwards, right? Like, I wish there was, I wish we could do a thing where it's like, well, you can only have this if you are a new clan. Hmm. Which we could. Yeah. But. I mean, make a, make a thing that part of how it works is making a clan as part of it. <sighs> wow, that'd be weird. Uh, Devin and says, first off, just wanted to give kudos for Jarlsberg. Loads of fun on softcore and hardcore, and the cooking system is awesome. The bucket and the bracer change are both also great, and I think they do exactly what they're supposed to do. Awesome. Question. When designing items of the month, are you more likely to have a content idea first and then decide that it makes the most sense as pants or a familiar or whatever? Or do you tend to decide, we need to make some pants first and come up with other ideas around that? Or come up with ideas around that? It's around 50-50. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the time, we will... 
we'll have an idea for a familiar, but the idea for a familiar is like, ah, oh, like, uh, you, you know, guy that, what's one that turned into something that it wasn't? <laughs> I mean, sometimes we just come up with a funny name. Sometimes we come up yeah. with... Yeah, and then, and then we try to figure out, like, what do we, how do we make this work? Oh, it could do this. Well, that actually would work better if it was an item that you used instead of a familiar mm-hmm. or something. And so then it becomes that... Or, or that idea gets filed away item. for... Yeah, or that idea gets filed away for another time when we don't want to do a familiar. Uh, corollary, if you look back at past items of the month, there are a few patterns that emerge in terms of what gets made when. Do you guys have a formal system of make sure we get a yellow ray in at least once every two years, or June is always a familiar, or has it just turned out that way? Well, for a while, June was content familiar, so yeah. there was a lot of there was a lot of precedent there. We have an January or system. February is usually a foldable, foldable and a and a book uh, uh, in one order or another. That's have not we, have we slid off of that? Yeah. No. It's it's we've, we've almost always done a foldable, but that's even like that has changed even this with this year. So um, it's like you know because the the time scale on this thing is so long. You know, every six months or a year, we'll go back and look at everything and say, okay, well, we we haven't done one of these in a long time. We haven't done one of these in a long time. There's there's some stuff that's been ages and ages. You know, so. Uh, Meow says, what do you think of Darth's idea regarding spell levels? I, I think that that was something that was basically like how to make it so minus MP stuff isn't broken without doing the perfectly reasonable thing that I did that everybody hated for no fucking reason. Um, and you you actually, I think, without reading that thread, because God bless you, that's oh, tough. I, just, um, I have the ability to ignore shit that's like obnoxious. Yeah. Um, you you suggested something very similar, I think, which was that that spells. It was just about having like tears on spells, and yeah. there's. I tend to reject. I, I try to avoid mechanisms that are difficult to explain in a couple of words. And I don't mi- like, so people say, whoa, what about this fucking minus MP affecting the cap thing? Well, that's almost nobody gives a shit. Mm-hmm. And that's why I don't feel the need to actually explain that, right? Um, well, but I mean, that's also super easy to explain. A spell can, you know, the base damage of a spell will never be more than 10 times the MP. Yeah, but where, but, but I mean, that's the, like, where do you explain that? You don't have to. We don't, like, have a responsibility to explain it. It is, it is a little complicated. And also, that's not even really true, because what is the base damage? I mean, we never, we never sit down and explain the spell math, right? Like, it, th- like, for all you know, you put some mana into this pipe, and then some damage comes out the other side, and all of the mechanical transparency that there is about what's going on on the back end is stuff that people have figured out, not stuff that we have explained, because there isn't any place to explain that, mm-hmm. right? A forum post would be a way to explain right. that. And I have done that, you know, but I, so I am reluctant to do something like, this is a MP reducer, this is an MP cost reducer, and the amount that it reduces MP cost by varies with the tier of the spell. Well, right? What it, because that is hard be to put on a, a single line of blue text in that little window. Minus one times tier, spell tier MP. Like, 
I, mean, I can imagine a way in which that would like if every if every spell just had a tier and then that doesn't actually do any do or mean anything except for the way that it relates to modifiers right and then you encounter stuff that's minus mp and that's always based on spell tier right so it's like i mean i would i think i would rather <clears throat> do a thing where i mean if we if we were going to divide that up into a stair step function i would rather just break it down to where because we like, that enchantment only comes in three varieties, right? Minus one, minus two, minus three. Yeah. So those could just be make spells a little bit cheaper. Hmm. Make mm-hmm. spells a lot cheaper. Make spells really cheap. And right. on the back end, they do those. They do whatever the fuck we want. Sure. To the numbers, right? That and that, and that And that would be fine. I, you know, I would almost rather just get rid of that enchantment. Than deal with this, than deal with trying to do anything with it, because now I think I think I'm just fucked in trying to do anything that makes sense to to try and encourage to try and discourage basically infinite damage for fucking free. God, fucking damn it, Gray Cat, what? Jesus Christ! What uh, what what? what is, that? Yeah, what's, but yeah, what's, you don't get it. This is bad because we want to do more damage for less resources. How is that so difficult to understand? That that is what we as the players want. <laughs> and like, uh, man, uh, you know, it's a workflow thing, right? Like, <laughs> his work, his or her workflow was do this thing, kill this stuff. Very, you know, very low friction, and N- nothing, nothing changed about that as a result of this. Well, I mean, so- something did, right? Like that's, that's no, what no, it didn't, and that's why the complaints are so fucking ridiculous and depressing. I mean, didn't somebody get some minus MP stuff? And yes, try to use a low like level one spell guy and, who represented and, maybe ten guys, and for every one of those guys, there are thirty guys pissing and moaning about it in the forums for no fucking reason. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ! Uh, I need to just stop reading the forums. Yeah, I'd say just leave leave it at the change you made, and you know, like I, you they just, can lump it. You know? I, I, you know, uh, this this is this is me being maybe a slightly less responsible developer but also just having a, a like happier saner day-to-day life is i will read a thread until it gets either just just plain old too long or um or it starts to get really negative and then i'm just like oh you guys have you guys have revoked your you know, the privilege yeah. of me knowing what you guys are saying about the game because it's just gotten really I'm normally unpleasant. i'm normally able to do that but in in this case it was just like it was a thing that prompted me to actually engage in the argument, which I just don't do most of the time. Yeah, you normally, mm-hmm. you normally let that yeah. stuff slide. Right. And, but, but this was like, but no, the, the reason that you guys are upset about this is because you don't understand what it would actually, and that, that doesn't fucking ever work. I don't know why I thought that was going to work. <laughs> like, you're, you're trying to educate people on the internet? That's ridiculous. <clears throat> yeah, it's uh, like... I, I, I was I was compl- like I think I basically articulated why this is so depressing to me on the Monday show. What this does is it makes it so anything I do with spells in the future is not a design problem; it's a fucking political problem, and I don't want to deal with that. Hmm. Hmm. You know, 
But that thing I made the other day is super fucking cool and people are going to love it. And everybody is going to be so happy about it that the handful of people who say, but wait, this is just like that other thing that we all hated are going to be shouted down by all the people who don't hate this one for no fucking reason. Are you talking I about think, the thing, I don't know. Maybe the, I don't the, fucking know anything about the way anybody's going to react to anything anymore. Are you talking about Jesus. that thing with the, the slots and the, the things yeah, and the nice yeah. lady? That, yep. it, that's super cool. So Yep. If you know, uh, so here's an upshot. If 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 the the bad attitude or the bad reaction is something that in enticed you, no, uh, made you come up with that other cool new system, then maybe there was it was worth it. <laughs> and, and you know, unless it was a unless it was a this thread just put me in the mood where I wanted to destroy something beautiful and I wanted to make that <laughs> just so that I could delete it without ever using it. <laughs> Take that world. <laughs> Take that world. You don't deserve this. You don't deserve my best. Just print out the code and frame it on your wall and never actually install just it. Just put it in a bottle and throw it into the ocean. <laughs> you you love like making wizard systems and then you never play wizards in games. I don't understand <laughs> you at all. Well, I, yeah, because I also love swords. <laughs> Which is why you get so excited when wizards can wield swords. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Riff knows. Yep. Um, you know, I mean, I play a wizard in word realms. Okay. Yeah, you know, I usually don't. <laughs> <laughs> but I always wish I was. Whenever I look at all the skills from the fighter, I'm like, God, this is boring. Wish I had more active skills and fewer passives by a super weird proportion. <laughs> wizards, wizards do get a bunch of cool skills. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks for making Age of Jarls Barkley, says Skylar. It's overwhelmingly fun and quite hard for me so far. Boris seems to be very straightforward and powerful, while Jarls requires much more finesse, specifically with initiative. As a hardcore player, it feels scary as I de desperately try to split my few points into turn gen and combat stuff. Question is, do you guys have any plans combat-wise for Pete? I've always considered Disco Bandits to be the easiest classes to play since they're absurdly flexible to cover their shortcomings while also being good at taking zero damage. Please do not make Pete like Fonzie. I panicked when I heard that in a previous radio show, personally. I think he should be more like Travolta, but not too much like Travolta if you catch my drift. <laughs> well, there will be a new combat option to have sex with any particular opponent. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, Sterlock says, hey, guys, uh, just had what I think is a neat idea for Aftercore. How about a permable unper uh, powerful, unpermeable skill for each class at level 30? Would add a cool uh, element for those who are into Aftercore, uh, but not uh, game-breaking for Ascension leaderboards since they aren't permable. Thoughts? Yeah, I had thought about doing, like, 15 to 30 skills for every class. Um, and all of them would be unpermable, or...? No, they would be permeable. There would just be very... I, I remember making a wiki thread a long time ago that's like, how can we limit this in a way that is not artificial? Right? Huh. And so it's like either require some reagent that is a quest item that you can oh. only buy once you are at okay. level 15. Like just just how to how to keep it out of... How to keep it out of Ascension play without just putting a checkbox... Mm. keep this skill out of ascension play but right. to actually make it work in a in a like to systematize that um hmm. or you know just this costs a thousand thousand mana hmm. um also you love in jarlsberg immensely i'd like to second that having a way to make advanced dishes with one click would be nice although perhaps only if you've made them before much like discoveries <laughs> Uh, Orbrisa says, out of curiosity, do you plan to remove the bucket when Avatar Jarlsberg is no longer the active seasonal path, or do you plan to leave it there forever? Sorry if this was asked and answered already. You know, I don't know. When I, I said that I, I, I put it in there assuming that it would only be while the path was active, but then somebody was like, why, it wouldn't hurt for you to just leave it there. Yeah, like, I mean, considering it only shows up when you're doing that path, 
Yeah, I mean, I don't feel real strongly about it one way or another. Yeah, it's not like it would clutter the menu or anything. So. It has an impact on whether people will invest in them for the future. Um, yeah. So, mm. so as long as we don't make a decision ahead of time. <laughs> That's a good point. Actually, if we if we don't decide, then people might hedge their bets, and if we do decide, then as long as we. Let so what does that know. mean? Is it irresponsible of us to not decide? It would be irresponsible of us to decide one way and not let people know. Yeah. <laughs> but as long okay, as we, well, so as then long now as the at this point, you, at this point, you just have to dead. trust us that we're not doing that. Right. Uh, because we're not. That's true. Uh, Orbis says, nope, 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 nope. Smelltastic says, Leroy, a drink mix from French fried potatoes and rum is seriously the most hilarious item in the game. <laughs> seriously, can't stop laughing about it over here. This isn't a question. Sorry. Um, it's, yeah. it, that, is, that is the funniest thing since the description of the giant grape tomato. Um, I, I had no idea what I was going to do with Jarlsberg's booze. And it like, it says, like, oh, wait a minute. He, he just doesn't. He just he doesn't, doesn't get, get it. it. Yeah, yeah. And then, the, and then it was suddenly like, oh yeah. And it just all, all at once. Like I just walked up to the board, wrote all of the drinks all at once. I like the. It was uh, like, all right, okay. Problem super fucking what's solved. What's the the depressed Russian or something? A disappointed. Disappointed Russian. Russian. Yeah. <laughs> I think the chunky Mary is the best, just because of the <laughs> the in, the menstrual insinuation. Oh. <laughs> Which was not even on purpose. You know, it was just. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one says WV Quine. If you do the weapon of opposites, you can make it a cheerful bow instead of a crossbow. <laughs> We've already got the slightly peeved bow, which mm. is a little more than. I don't like the armor in Leggery. <laughs> it's like it's, it's like welcome to the armory in Leggery, where basically Munchkin. <laughs> uh, fuck you. <laughs> No, like, it's like where where all the ob like not even the obvious jokes, but just like the jokes of a type that we don't tend to do. Yeah, right. Not like, anymore. Oh, anyway, just use, yeah. a, use a synonym for this and like, puns. Um, there are dictionaries of opposites online. You could just randomly replace a word with one of the listed opposites. Yeah, it's more of a technical. Ch- I I do like that idea, and I think that we will probably poke around at it. Um. Two, when you're going through the quest revamps and fixing art, you should probably also redo the image of the council. I like it, but it's rough and old school, like the taco cat and the original knob goblin. Yeah, that's probably yeah. true. You, I, I would imagine you would make it larger, given a, hmm. a modern aesthetic. Because you can change, it doesn't have to be 100 by 100 anymore, right? Like, you could do yeah. whatever you wanted. I mean, it, that was just a script, so it didn't have to be 100 by 100 then. But, oh, that's true. Yeah. I don't really remember when I drew that. I don't remember if the, that was drawn as a thing that went inside that building or if that was a non-combat in one of the earlier zones or what. You could you could have a guy, anytime you go there when the adventure signal's been lit, it could just you could go in and have a guy who's uh, holding up a flashlight or something. <laughs> <clears throat> Laser beam. Uh, Man of Peace says, in light of the negative MP and subsequent side discussions on other vectors, spell tiers, phylum, boss tier resistances, ability for mobs to use skills and items, to make combat not a joke, what changes would you guys personally like to see in combat, if any? I mean, combat is not a joke for a lot of the people playing it. You know? I mean, what's? I think it is interesting that we kept things challenging for people by introducing plus monster level, right? Like that was a way for people to 
to give themselves rewards for making combat harder. Um, that but it doesn't, said, I mean, that's the thing. It doesn't actually make it harder in the moment, right? It makes it, it, it ups. Oh, you have to plan for it. Yeah, it it ups the it ups the amount of preparation that you have to do to render to render combat trivially safe. I think what this has taught me is that people don't want combat to be difficult from moment to moment. You know, I don't think yeah. they want to have to think before every single uh, skill use within a particular combat. I think I think KOL really does is suited for sort of the the meta thought process and that yeah. individual combat should be like fun and funny and like you know sometimes like like an occasional complicated fight great uh having that like the hobopolis bosses like the, having those be tricky or challenging is is perfectly ideal you know but yeah but i don't think people want it from from monster to monster you know i think they want to either go someplace and be like wow these are way too hard for me and not go there or adjust, you know, what they do is they go and they have a fight and it doesn't go well. And they're like, huh, I need to adjust my overall strategy. Not like, yeah. Like why didn't that go well? Well, it went badly because he hit me. So I need to up my moxie or he's going to hit me. So I need to make it do less damage or, or I need to get, you know, a combat macro to heal myself after the first round of the game. Um, yeah. Yeah. I do wish that, monsters had a missed stat uh, you could give them a missed stat yeah i could i it's mean if we were gonna if we were gonna just com- monsters well yeah but i mean it could like it could just be equal to power in the base. yeah it could just be equal to power and then or, or equal to defense and then we go through and like which ones of the like you know okay update monsters set mysticality equals defense then update monsters set mysticality equals floor mysticality times 1.2 where name like wizard (laughs) (laughs) or magic or yeah exactly scholar or whatever sure yeah I mean well like and then because it's not interesting if so so then all de-leveling has to de-leveling has to start getting split up into three stats Mm -hmm. which is there's a lot of there's a lot you know though it's not a there are not a thousand things that de-level there are probably a couple hundred things that de-level and you know the ones that make them stupider can make them stupider but you know it, being able to do like spell you know spell damage is currently just immune to defense right so it's not about being a higher level than the monster it's about being a higher level mm-hmm which is just less fuck I don't know if it's less interesting you know this is not a thing that we need true it's just a you know yeah I don't know I mean we can make fundamental changes to it right like the no missing anymore was really fundamental and made almost no difference and you know that should have taught me ah don't be afraid to don't be afraid to mess with stuff you know but you know 
Uh, Richard Baby 4000 says, I'm behind on my podcast, and maybe this has been answered, but on the 214 show, you talked about how the Apple Podcast app has jerked up your bandwidth and download counts. Should we refrain from using this app or just make sure we don't use some features of it? No, a decent free alternative? I'm paranoid I'm inadvertently costing you guys more real-world meat than I need to. Now, it using that fucked up our stats, but it didn't actually cost us anything. It's, and I think I actually explained this later in the thread. Um, that is not a big deal anymore because the next system software update fixed it. So mm-hmm. and the and the numbers indicate it's barely happening anymore. Um, you say but, that, but I feel like our we, we turned off the tracking. I wonder. No, no, no. The numbers on Webalizer. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Right, like that. That spike has gone way, way down. I see. From sure, the spike in October when that release came out. That's true. Good point. Like I, I think that there was enough pressure on them from the big outfits that they just fixed it. They never acknowledged that there was a problem. <laughs> but they did very, very quickly fix it. And so now it only exists if people upgraded to 6.0, but then didn't upgrade to 6.01. That said, uh, Downcast, if you're if you're using an iPhone, use Downcast as uh, as your podcast app because it's just fucking great. Oh, yeah. I think it costs like a dollar. But it is it just makes a tremendous amount of sense in terms of its interface. And I mean, I just use iTunes on the computer and I don't try to manage podcasts on the phone. Yeah, and that has that works pretty well for me. But that's I, I have a very particular relationship with my media. Yeah, Costanza Foss says thanks for adding new Clover and Semi Rares adventures in the Castle revamp. Those add some neat new strategies. Yeah, we need to be more careful about that because it's real easy to overlook, and it's it's fun. It's fun to design those because they. They occupy like a weird, they can either be something that's just like neat for a new player, like, oh, this clover gave me a bunch of meat or whatever, or something that, like, it's pretty easy to balance those for for optimizer purposes because there are so many options that are good, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and a given one of them competes with so many things. Have like sort of an established value in some ways. Yeah. Uh, do you sometimes consider adding new turtle, pasta guard, or infernal seal adventures when you add a new zone, or is this something you usually just forget about? I usually forget about it except for turtles, because turtles just rely on a single zone property that says whether you're getting a mid-level, a low-level, or a high-level turtle in general, except for the ones that have specific ones. Right. I need to figure out what I want to do with those. I wish that they were more of a thing in run. You know... Which is to say, I wish they were easier to get, right? I think the flavor is exactly where I want it, and the implementation is just a little bit too much of a pain in the ass. Like, I could see doing the crazy candles and summoning rituals and stuff for, like, after-core ones that are, that are, are real interesting for whatever reason, but there should be some that you can just do. Are you talking about the seals or the... Trolls? Yeah, the seals. Oh, okay. I mean, I guess you get some in a run, right? Because you get those in, like, non-combats that don't take an adventure, but I guess they're not in zones that you necessarily spend a lot of time in. Hmm. People definitely, you know, at least for a while, were using them to level because it was sort of a really good way to do that. Ethereal Oblivion says, can Moon Thrill gear be made no-pull like the fat loot tokens? No. Jesus Christ, are people missing the point of that? At least there's a lot of people a lot of people who do understand it yelling at the people who are missing the point. <laughs> uh, Glebe says, eight days into my Jarlsberg run, I've summoned a 37 by 37 by 37 puzzle cube th- six of those days. Path assisting pseudo-randomness or just luck? Just luck. Uh, was there ever a reason for the lack of a level 30 zombie slayer trophy? I guess a more appropriate question would be, are there only going to be level 30 trophies for avatar of paths? I don't, I don't know. 
I mean, I don't remember explicitly deciding not to yeah. do that. We just didn't decide to do it. No. Were there any trophies in Zombie Slayer? I, I don't remember. suggesting trophy ideas, and you're like, oh, that's a good idea, and then they just never get implemented. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I ought to make it so you can make those. Oh. I mean, that code is pretty straightforward. Like, that's a, that's a PHP script that I wouldn't be afraid to edit, per se. It's just the pushing... It yeah, out to the live servers that I'm nervous about in that case. Yeah, I mean there are safeguards in place. You know, you can't if you use the build shortcut in VI, you can't build a broken script. Okay. Um, but yeah, you know you can you can build a broken script if you just use the build utility. Um. 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 I eat food. Says so. I see a lot of newer players wanting to start new clans and having no idea what they're doing. Well, that is good for the economy. And since my clan's ball pit is now full, I couldn't care less about them wasting meat on things that are finite. My question is: Do you have a way to track the amount of clans that are abandoned or disbanded? No, not really. You could write something if we really cared, but I don't know that we do. Yeah. Uh, Point Narf says there are a couple items like the Munchies pill and Old Scratch's salad fork that modify the next food you eat. Have you considered adding more items like that? Not necessarily for food. They remind me of condiments in Earthbound, which was a somewhat nifty system. Um, you know, the trouble with them is that we have to think about them in terms of their interaction with every other thing that does anything like that. And so is this the thing that's going to make it so with a few million meat, you could generate 4,500 turns in a day the next time <laughs> there is a world event? You know, I mean, some of that we've got kind of under control when we like, you know, nerfed Ode and the moon signs and stuff. But, uh, yeah. Also, do you guys like sing-alongs? If you do, you and your annual San Francisco trip happens to be in March, you should totally go to the Beauty and the Beast sing-along at the Castro Theater. Fuck no. Yeah, I was going to say, that sounds like something right up your alley. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hot stuff, you're, you can go if you want. I went to a Buffy the Vampire Slayer the musical episode sing-along, which was a lot of fun, but I would no way, I don't think I would ever go to the Beauty and the Beast one. <laughs> Because I, you know, I'm enough of a I'm not enough of a fan of Joss Whedon that that sort of overwhelmed the my fear of going someplace and singing in public. Lord Hack says, "Hey guys, not sure if you've recorded yet or not, but I've got like three questions. Or looking at it, maybe more like a talking point and two questions. One, regarding the whole bracer in Jarlsberg thing, I think it might be worth considering that no one is complaining that minus MP is worthless in Jarlsberg. They're specifically talking about the bracer. That is that is just flat out not true. Like." The, the complaint is that the mechanic at its or at least the complaint that I'm that that I have seen the most is that the mechanic at its base makes it so this thing that is supposed to be a boon is a punishment from this extremely limited perspective that is the only perspective anybody in that thread seems to care about even though it is not their actual perspective um he says, I think this is because minus MP stuff is so rare in the kingdom. The only other thing I can think of that gives it is stainless and plexi stuff. Uh, in the same way you've talked about rare magic cards being powerful because they're rare, it feels like rare stats should be powerful as well. That is the wrong way to look at that, though. Like, if the, if we introduced a new thing... It would only be on that one thing. It would only be on that one thing, and that doesn't mean that it has to be the best thing in the world just because there is only one thing like that. I mean, it's like... <sighs> It doesn't go both ways, right? It is okay for something to be powerful if it is rare. It is not important right. that something. To, right. It is not important for something to be powerful because it is rare. Yeah, the hockey masks are not an important item for everyone to have. Yeah. 
Uh, thanks for the change to dungeon token. Should make saving them up, especially since I got the February item of the month. Are there more non-quest items that might be getting the same treatment soon? Nope, 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 nope. In an old radio show, you talked about how not all challenge paths would have karma rewards. It looks like that's been scrapped, and you're going with a standard karma reward for every path. But have you considered a path that's just way easier than normal that you have to spend karma to do a run-in? No. Hmm. No, I don't. I don't think so. P.S. Please don't answer all my questions with cunt. <laughs> well, I hope you didn't notice the subtext of all of my answers. Um, 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 um. Dear Jick, says Grave, have the Untinker, Bounty Hunter, Hunter, and Crackpot Mystic always had the same picture? Yes. Sandwich Dew says, hey Jick, not a KOL question, but what's going to be your first alcoholic drink once March rolls around? Will you start drinking yeah. when midnight hits on February 28th, or are you waiting until after you wake up on March 1st? What do you think? <laughs> I... In case people I, are not clear, uh, Zach is not one of those people that believes that it becomes the next day just because the clock rolls over to 12.01 or yes. whatever. It's, it is only the next day after you have woken up. So my, my current plan is Friday at 5 p.m. I'm going to go with my girlfriend to the Four Peaks Brewery, and I'm going to have a burger, and I'm going to have a, a hop knot. That's going to be from, your first drink? From, that's, that's what you want? Yeah. Why? What, what would you think? I don't know. I, I'm just curious. I wasn't sure. Because I, I could imagine going for quantity and going to um, Pasico and getting one of their giant pitcher-sized glasses of... Uh, of Boddington's. Boddington's. Yeah. Um, I could imagine being at home and breaking out like a, a nicer beer that you like, like a... Um, like a Saison de Buff. Saison de Buff or like a... Yeah. Or a so glass like, of whiskey or something. Yeah. I could also mm-hmm. see that. Yeah. I think a hop knot. Okay, because I also have to. I have to leave that behind. You know, I'm not going to be able to go to Four Peaks again for a month. That's mm. true. That's a good point. Uh, finally, any plans to do one of the Jarlsberg drinks as a cocktail and advice hot dog? Perhaps a vodka dog or over easy rider would be best for something that sounds absolutely <laughs> revolting. Now, enough real cocktails are super fucking gross. Like I have, I have had to drink, and it, you know, especially now that Roy is real enthusiastic about his sick ass Mexican candy segment that he occasionally wants to do uh are you guys I, both having to eat the candy on that segment he likes them <laughs> he uh he turned me on to those those hard candies with the uh the chili, the chili, chili powder and sometimes yeah. those are good, sometimes, and, are good and, yeah. and sometimes they're good and sometimes they're tamarind mm. unacceptable i just buy the i just buy the bag that's all with the watermelon ones mm-hmm. that's pretty good uh, Florin says, would it be possible or interesting to make a Mr. Story item which could be used to complete all or part of a quest but not be accessible for the rest of your run? Something like gave a stinky cheese wheel to the trapper in order to get past the goat quest and then not have access to that foldable for the rest of your run and get it back when you break the prism or ascend. That's a little too meta to be of genuine, of like general appeal, I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know that's how a lot of people think of Mr. Store items is how many turns does this save me and where? But that's not really what they are. <laughs> really. <laughs> oh, I got all weird there. Uh, well, we should go get dinner. Yeah. And then uh, okay. eat it. I don't, I don't even want to go anywhere for dinner because I can't drink anywhere. Oh. We're going we're gonna to go to the fucking pasty company and we're just going to sit there staring at our phones. <laughs> and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just sit there watching people pour beers. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, that, you make it sound really depressing. It's almost over. It's it, it is really depressing. You know what this what this month has done for me what is, is it month? has it has given me a new appreciation for oh right this is all of the 
this is how my life would be if I didn't drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's also partially the fault of the fact that Kevin isn't here, and on my own, I'm a terrible dinner conversationalist. <laughs> well, right, because it's just, it's basically you having a conversation with your telephone. <laughs> That's okay. I've Who's got looking the, nice and flat today. I've got the, <laughs> so smooth and shiny. I've got the dinosaurs in this fucking horrible Zynga-esque Jurassic Park game to oh, good. fail to keep me company. Me God. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Remember when... Remember video games? Do you guys remember video games <laughs> where somebody would make a video game and then they would say, this video game will be $4, please, and you give them $4 and then you can play a video game? Yeah, yeah. Although yeah. I also remember this video game will be 25 cents and now another 25 cents yeah. and now another 25 cents. Yeah, okay. So really, really <laughs> Gauntlet was the original microtransaction game. Yep. Huh. You could buy more energy. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was the beginning of the end. Fucking well, Ed Log. If people want to hear us talk about video games, they should stick around uh, and hear us talk about video games uh, next on Video Games Hot Dog. Okay. Good night, everybody. Good night. Have a great week, everyone.